Your Life by Design presents the Expansion and Evolution Project. In this podcast series, I interview women who have decided to shake it up and redefine what it means to be successful and lean into a mission-driven life. These are women who are on a soul expansion journey. They left what was familiar, made a pivot in their career, and followed the calls of their soul. Listen to their journey, the lessons they learned, the doubts that they moved through, and how much more expanded their life feels just by leaning into their desires. Be inspired by their story so that you can begin to take those steps that lead you to redefining your own life. This process of expansion and evolution is the core of my work and how I came to create my Meet Your Edge experience, which takes you through the edges of your potential and onto your next evolution. I can't wait to share this with you. Stay on to the end so you can access my complimentary expansion evolution workbook with journal questions. Now let's begin. Allison, welcome to the Expansion and Evolution Project. Thank you so much for being a part of this series. I would love for us to dive right in, tell everyone who you are and what you currently do. Sure. Thank you so much, Karen, for having me. What a pleasure. My name is Allison Henderson. I am a social media business coach. So I help new coaches, sleep consultants, pretty much if you're a new business owner, I help you learn the ins and outs of social media so that you can start to find clients and make money. Love it. Love it. But you didn't always do this. What was it that you did before? Yeah. I call it my previous life, right? Before (laughs) entrepreneurship really took a hold of me. So I actually worked in Chicago. I worked for a group of radio stations and yeah, I I pretty much did that right out of college. I graduated and was at 09 and pretty much immediately went into this corporate world and quickly was like, oh, like this is what everyone does. Like this nine (laughs) to five life and we're all happy doing this. And so I was quickly, yeah, I knew I needed to make some changes. I knew that lifestyle was not for me, but didn't know that there was a way out. And how long were you in the corporate world for? Yeah, I did that. I officially quit six years ago. God, how long, I don't know how long that would have been, but I was probably in that corporate world for about 10 years. You know what? Isn't it funny? You see these movies when you're kids and the parents work in some corporate job and they go out in the city and it looks like they have this glamorous house and glamorous life. You're like, I want to work in corporate. And then you get there and you're like, wah, wah. Like it just, like, it's almost like one of the things that I do a lot in the work that I do. And I have this new program called meet your edge that I'm launching soon. And things that I talk about is like that deconditioning process. Like we have this idea and this visualization of what we think our life is going to look like. And a lot of times we pick a career that almost speaks to a little bit of our gifts. And then we're like, wait a minute, like the money is good, but I feel like my soul is being sucked out of me like every day. And then, so then comes this whole like inner monologue that you have about pivoting and all that stuff. But I think like we are pulled into a direction because we think this is what we should be doing. And then the reality hits. And what I love are those like yourself who is, who's courageous to say, this is not for me and pivot because there's a lot of things that with the corporate world that is enticing. And so to be able to completely walk away from that. And so I would love to know a little bit about that journey. Like how did you walk away or maybe not even fully, but how did you start to pivot a little bit from that corporate world into what you do now? Yeah. I started seeing a coach. She (laughs) was somebody that was recommended to me, but she was more than a coach. She was like a psychic medium, barely really like 
hippy dippy type of lady that was just very, let me show you the ways of the universe. Yep. And I went and saw her and she quickly was just like, yeah, you're not supposed to be doing this, but you're not done yet. There's still some lessons you need to learn. And I was like, okay. So I ended up going to psychic school with her. Oh my. So she had these programs and I did probably a year, if not two years. It wasn't necessarily like psychic school, but it was like learning to trust your intuition, yes. like learning to open yourself up to your guides and just this whole spiritual world that I, I didn't know much about. I grew up, I went to a Catholic school. Like we were very much just taught about you go to church and you learn yep. about God and Jesus and all these things. And I was like, wait, there's so much more to this than I, I could have ever imagined. So she just really opened my eyes up that there's just, there's more to life than what I'm currently doing now. And yeah, I, I got another job in the corporate world, even while I was working with her. And there was just a time where I was just like, I literally can't do this anymore. And I really opened myself up to signs, like, show me the signs, show me my next step, show me the pathway of getting out of this job. I ended up getting a certification to teach English as a foreign language. Cause I did a lot of studying abroad when I was in college and I knew traveling was a big part of my why that really lit me up. That's what made me feel alive. And I ended up getting the certification just cause I didn't, I'm like, what job could you do that you can travel and work from home or whatever? And I ended up doing that for probably like a good year and a half until my own coaching business took off. But that was like my pathway of, okay, here's a job in the meantime, until like you literally can figure out what you really want to do. And that was the thing. Like I wasn't being called, like, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, but I knew coaching really changed my life. And I just kept getting pulled to be like, oh, I want to get coached. I like getting coached. And I was like, but wait, why can't I be a coach? That sounds like right. that's something I can do. So yeah, after getting certified to be a, an English teacher, yeah, I started seeing more things like, hey, life coaching schools and get this certification. And I was like, okay, well, might as well try it out. And then, yeah, that led me to my first few clients and brought me now into the social media world that that's what was really lighting me up. Cause I came from the sales and marketing background. Mm. And every time someone was like, yeah, I really want to start a business and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, let's do it. Let's figure this <laughs> out for you. So I was like, okay, maybe I don't necessarily need to be a life coach, but a life coach with some sort of sales and well, marketing like, piece. It's like everything you, all your experiences you take with you. So your experience in your corporate world, your experience in what you've learned in your life coaching and the schooling and all that stuff, it literally just becomes part of who you are and like what you do. And so it's never like a waste to do something because you're always, you're, you're always learning it. I was going to say something, oh my gosh, completely slipped my mind. It'll come back to me. But when you, where did you go when you were for that teaching English as a second language? Did you travel with that? No, I ended up not traveling. So I have a nine-year-old and a three-year-old. Mm. At the time, my nine-year-old, I she was probably like one or two years old. And yeah, I just didn't feel really comfortable traveling to Italy or like Portugal for right. a year with a newborn right. pretty of much. Course. Yeah. And my husband, I so I ended up I did get a job in Italy actually, randomly. And like when I did all the expenses and like how much it would actually cost for us to live there and all these things, I was like, yeah, we're not gonna be able to afford it off of just my income. It was like 800 bucks a month or something. I was like, yeah, I don't think so. We're not going to survive here. So I, yeah, I ended up just doing it online. I guess we could have traveled while I was doing that, but yeah, we ended up really getting into the suburban lifestyle here in Indiana, <laughs> left Chicago and was like, let's just, I'll, let's get a house and have another kid. And so my life changed yeah. pretty drastically from wanting to travel all the time to now being like, so who has a pool? I yeah. take the kids today. To like a <laughs> yeah. One thing that you were talking about that 
I don't, I think when people are thinking about making a pivot that I love is when we talk about having your basic needs met, feeling safe. And so having a job that pays your bills. So then your nervous system is regulated. You're not freaking out over how you're going to pay your bill, but then it's allowing you to explore and move into another place without making that complete pivot, which can be like a freak out to your system. And some people do, and they have, they have success with it, but I love that you're like, let me just get a job and then that can just make sure our needs are met. And then I can explore that a little bit. Yeah. I think so many entrepreneurs or anybody who has that calling is so afraid to leave the corporate job or the nine to five, the safety of that, because what if I don't make enough money right away? And that's true. It takes a while to build your business sometimes. So I actually say, don't just quit, do it, do whatever you got to do to have that safety. If that's how Mm -hmm. you need to feel. But yeah, I had some savings. It wasn't anything crazy, but I got, end up getting that, that teaching job, which just pretty much paid my basic bills, like for myself, right. not even like for my family, but for myself, I knew I'll go get and play my student loans, and my credit card. There's a few things that I had, but yeah, like I dived in and I don't always recommend that, but if you can do it, like just right. do it. Cause I knew I needed to get out of that lifestyle for me to think. Yes. Yeah. What I couldn't see sometimes I was in such a stress cycle. I needed to really get out of that. And like you said, regulate your nervous system a bit, go back to, Oh, I can relax. Like I don't need to freak out over all these things anymore. Like I can just wake up when I want to wake up and do the things that I want to do. And like that took some time to really get, get myself, find myself again. Totally. And then that process of, of the doubt and like the questions in your mind. And I know you had your coach that kind of let you, gave you a bit of a taste or gave you a bit of that vision of what you're supposed to be doing. So I'm sure like that anchoring onto that helped you, but what were some other things that you did to move through that doubt or to move through any skepticism coming from any family or friends that you're wanting to make that shift? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird because now I feel like there's a lot more people that are taking that dive into entrepreneurship, you know what I mean? Especially after the pandemic, there's so many more people that are like, let me start this new business. But when I first started this almost six years ago or five years ago at this point, like I remember my parents being like, what's a life coach? What do you mean? You're going to just make money on Instagram. What are you talking about? And yeah, I had to really lean into that. Cause there were some days I remember my mom saying things like, we have a family to take care of. I was a breadwinner. Like I made all yeah. this money and then like I left and to do what? To yeah, be a life so responsible of you. Yeah, life. yeah, absolutely. And I, I had to do a lot of identity work around that. I'm like, am I being responsible or mm-hmm. irresponsible? But like, I had to sit and go, I have to do what's best for me because I know for a fact and you have kids too. It's like, you don't want them growing up being like, oh, my mommy was miserable all the time. Mommy right. just worked all the time. Like I want, I want to have a lifestyle that, is really reflecting my personality, but what we, like what we can truly want out of this, out of this lifetime. And yeah, yeah, there was so much that I had to let go of. I'm speaking to the person right now who's, should I take the leap? Should I take the jump? Like you're going to naturally have the people that just don't get it. They don't understand. And you're not, I just told myself, I am not here to make you understand I'm here to make myself happy and to have my kids live a really great life. And Mm. I just kept being called to that. I love that. I tying into to the kids. I grew up in a family where going to college was like, there was no exception. You're going like, and there was like right after high school, you're going. So pick a career and go on that track. And so I knew at a young age, I'm like, okay, let's do speech therapy. And that's what I went to school for. And that's what brought me to the United States for that program. But I had so much identity wrapped up in that career. And there are still aspects of it that I like, 
but there are aspects like I'm not getting, I'm not being fueled in a way that I was before and in a way that I currently am now with the clients I am working with. And so I have a daughter who's 13 and my husband and I are on the same page of, yes, you can go to college and we have a college fund for you. We also have a non-college fund for you. So you have that money to put towards what you want to put towards, but take time off, figure out what you want. Like the complete opposite of what I was raised, because when you're 18, you don't know what you want to do. And there's so much conditioning around what you think you should be doing. And you're always thinking like, oh, this looks like a good career. And then you're just, that's at least how I was and how my daughter is right now. And so I love like you setting that model to your kids of this is what I did. I wasn't happy and I pivoted and now I'm thriving. And this is like the whole like essence of the series is just like, how do we step into this thriving life that we can model for ourselves, for our friends, for our kids. So then they know that's an option there as well. What was your life? You talked about this a little bit, but what let's, I want to compare the two. Like what was your life before this pivot and what is your life like now? Yeah. Oh, okay. So before I love going back to this because sometimes I have to be reminded like on those bad days of like entrepreneurship where you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm not working all day long. Mm-hmm. I'd be waking up some mornings. I would, you, you probably, you live in Chicago. So I used to go to shred four fifteen yeah. at 5am. Okay. This is like a workout in Chicago. And yeah, I'd get home, take a quick shower. Or sometimes I would just d- drive straight to work, shower there, start mm-hmm. work by eight, eight thirty. But then I was there until 5.30. So it was a very strict, like you had to be there from 8.30 to 5.30, even though it was like a sales job. Like I could have worked any hours of the day. It wouldn't have mattered. And because I was in radio, like we had a lot of concerts I had to go to. We had to take clients out at night for dinners and drinks. There were some nights I was getting home at midnight and I still had to be up early to get to work by 8.30. There was like really no wiggle room. It was so weird thinking back on it, how toxic that was being like, what do you mean? I got home at midnight and you can't even let me come in at 10 or 11. Oh, it was so weird. But yeah, I was, and plus at the time too, I had, I just had a baby and I remember getting back from maternity leave and being like, oh my gosh, like I'm gone from her all day long. But luckily my husband was a stay at home dad. So he was able to do all the parenting stuff, but it wasn't me. And like, I had a lot of guilt around that at first, but yeah, like I was getting home by the earliest six, six fifteen, And yeah. she was asleep by eight, eight. I, She's a baby. So I, I know many hours with her and that really crushed me. And that was a big part of like why I really wanted to come home and figure it out. I, right. I use the word figure it out all the time. I literally just left and was like, I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> I love that. And how true is it for having kids to showcase like and reflect back what you really want out of life. And uh, like, so many lessons I feel like you learned through your kids. Yeah. I'll tell you too. Like, Cause yeah. I want to compare like what my life is like now. Oh yeah. Please. <laughs> so different. I can't remember the last time I had to be up at six o'clock. I, I did wake up early today to get to a workout because I knew I had some calls today, but yep. I rarely take calls on Mondays or Fridays. So it's just Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. And it's like yep. maybe two, three calls, depending. I just pretty much, I have a group program and I have one-on-one clients. So yeah, I set myself up for the summer to really relax and just have a few calls during the week. And I create content almost every day. But other than that, that's it. Like I've made that agreement that like, that's all I do to get clients and make the money I want to make. And what I love about entrepreneurship is like the money's limitless, which is so awesome. I can raise my prices. I can create more programs. I can create whatever courses that people can just buy whenever they want. There's so much more money to be made. And in my corporate job, like I was hustling, hustling, seeing clients. And like, I was getting a small percentage of that income, which is just 
so so crazy to me. My um, my sister for a while, she's now a physical therapist, but she was a personal trainer at this corporate gym mm. and she would like hustle to meet her quota mm. and then they were coming congratulations you met your quota. Here's your new quota. And so it was always like the goalpost was always being moved and always setting up for failure because, or burnout I had to sell more things. Uh, yeah. Had to sell more things. And you just said something that I say all the time. Like the only true limited resource is time. Like you can't get time back. You can't make more time. Sure. You can expand time and like the way that your perspective can shift things and the way you set up your day, you can be more productive, but money, you can find ways to expand money. And I think sometimes we're just get in our head of this money is too good. We can't leave when like I, for myself and even for my husband, we've let go things that were like convenient or felt or was providing some sort of need, but there was so much resistance around that we just let go. And then it just opened up space for something even better to come in. You already talked about what you would say to people who are in this situation, but I would love to see if there's any other piece of advice for those who are wanting to make that pivot or in the process of making that pivot, what would you say to them? You're going to have to do it a little scared. Like it's not going to yeah. be like butterflies and rainbows immediately. And I, I always like to tell people that because I think so many times it's okay, but I made this decision. I feel so great. And the bubble, like, yeah, you're going to feel that way. There's going to be such a sense of relief when you make the decision to do it. Mm-hmm. But yes, it's going to take some time for you to get good at it realistically. Right. And it, with entrepreneurship, there's so many new things that you're learning because I'm in sales and marketing. It's like, Some people have never had, they've never done any sales and marketing for anything. So it's like, you're learning something new and just give yourself some of that grace period just to learn and mess up and be just that person that just, I'm going to come on and kind of do whatever it takes. And Mm -hmm. in in a way though, that's not, I don't know, like that you're crying every night and all that stuff. It's like, (laughs) you're doing this for something. There's a purpose behind it. But yeah, and the sooner that you just get over that learning hump, the sooner that you will thrive and that you're going to see all that success that you see for yourself. And I'm all about your success is inevitable. Just keep going. Just keep keep going. going. I love that. And like that scary feeling I talk about, it's like meeting your edge, which is like you're on that edge and you have a choice. You can keep going and expand into this next level, this next iteration of who you are. Or you can take a step back because that's too scared and just stay in the safe. But there's in that, that's like that feeling of, holy cow, my world is like coming to an end type of feeling, but it's just your nervous system and your ego kind of letting you or telling you to stay in the what's familiar. But I love all that. How, tell us how our listeners can find you, connect with you and what you got going on. Sure. Yeah. You can connect with me on Instagram at Allison Henderson underscore coach. Yeah. I help you. If you're right now, like looking to get some clients on social media, I like I usually help coaches, new entrepreneurs. A lot of my clients are sleep consultants. There's a lot of amazingness that can come from learning how to utilize social media to build your business. So that's mm. what I specialize in. Amazing. And then do you have a website as well? Yeah. Allison Henderson coaching.com. I have some freebies on there. Um, I know this summer I'll probably have some workshops and stuff. So if you want to join my email list, you can get access to all that. And yeah, I'm trying to think there's anything okay. else coming up, but yeah, I have, oh, I have a podcast too, which I'm Karen, you are definitely gonna have to come on. Yes, um, it's called the ambitious coach. So go check that out on wherever you tune in to listen. And yeah, I have a ton of great str- strategic sort of things, but also some mindset stuff as well. So you can thrive in your online coaching business. Amazing. And I'll link all that in the show notes. Thank you again for making time for this, Allison. I've thoroughly enjoyed our conversation and I can't wait to talk more about this. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thanks. Bye. 
Thank you for tuning in to the Expansion and Evolution Project presented by your Life by Design podcast. I hope you enjoy listening to these amazing guests and their journey to living a mission-driven life. If you're interested in your own expansion and evolution, then go ahead and download my free workbook that is exclusive to this project series. I have some incredible journal prompts that will have you thinking about your own ability to expand and evolve. And if you're ready to take it a step further and work with me, then check out my new program, Meet Your Edge, a powerful individually curated three-part one-on-one container designed to help you meet your edge and propel you towards your ultimate potential. It combines human design, rapid resolution therapy, and created for the woman who is ready to recognize her gifts, stand in her power, and take ownership as the person who thrives in a mission-driven life. You can grab the link to this program in the show notes as well. I'll see you on the next episode.